When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Shop the biggest health and beauty brands in-store or online at the lowest prices every day at Chemist Warehouse. Talking the team hailing from the mighty Waikato, it's Chiefs Mana with Ian Jones and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. Yeah, it's just gone half past seven here on SENZ. Time for Chiefs Mana. Carmo, welcome in. How are you doing, bud? Yeah, good evening, Ricardo. Good evening, listeners. I'm doing well, champ. Doing real well and um, enjoying the show, enjoying the opportunity to chat Chiefs rugby. Um, watching a lot of the boys, of course. Um, and I don't know if we're allowed to do this, Ricardo, but if people want to phone in, are they allowed to phone in? Yeah, have a totally. Yarn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. I'd love to talk to some Chiefs, um, Chiefs loyal supporters. Yeah, 0800 150 811 is the number. 0800 150 811. Or we've got a temper bedpost text line as well, double eight double three. But I'd uh, love to hear from you. There you go. All the people in the white coat, it's not going to cost you a bean. Not here. It's got a freebie. <laughs> it's a free phone call. Uh, now, Carmo, we do, we should, we, we're going to talk about the return against the Crusaders, don't we? Yeah. And right from the bat, um, Ricardo, we've got to say congratulations to the Crusaders. They were one hell of a team, one hell of a prepared uh, unit and went up there. So congratulations, Scotty Robinson, the whole team. They won the breakdowns. There's no question about that. They had more physicality, uh, more numbers, I think, Ricardo, at the breakdown. Clearly a better kicking game. Their, Their kicks into the air was absolutely on point with the chasing on point. Great pattern. Uh, that we saw and took their opportunities, uh, which is fantastic. And I guess a clinical side like the Crusaders take the opportunities. And a case in point there, which is, I think was the ceiling of the game, really was Sevi Reese's try. You know, yeah. we had Quintupaya down injured. Uh, nothing he could do about that, but down injured. So clearly 14 v 15 and bang, bang, Sevi oh, Reese scores that try, end off. So, no, great display by the Crusaders. The Chiefs were the second best team uh, out there on that night. Uh, learnt pretty lessons and mate, they'll be disappointed um, clearly yeah. disappointed in their kicking game uh, box kicking game in particular yeah. I think Ricardo gave um, Crusaders quite soft options early on gave them territory early on um, really disappointed they would have to be with their kick receipts you know how many times did we contest the ball the two players legally contest the ball in the, in the year and the Crusaders come out Trump so you know, getting their blocks and getting their their, their support runners, uh, I think was a something they'll be reviewing as well. And I thought early on too, Ricardo, just from the Chiefs, they'd be really disappointed when they looked at the tape that they were soft uh, at set phase, and particularly the lineouts, the uncontested lineouts, which just allowed the Crusaders to build their pattern, mm-hmm. get into their game, and then start getting over the game line and start dominating. Um, and then from there, like the Crusaders were the best all night. Yeah, they, they went really well. The Crusaders, it's got to be said. I mean, I know it's easy to easy to 
for me to ask the question, what's different from two weeks ago when you know there was so much more on the line? Because it also it also felt this was a stronger Chiefs team on paper. You know, you had Brad Weber back, for example. You know, it felt like closer to the best Chiefs team they could put out. Yeah, I I'd put that down to physicality. Yeah. I think there was just a little bit more in it. You see the way that uh, Scotty Barrett, for one, played. I mean, Cody Taylor was immense. Went the whole eighty mm. minutes. Guys like that just. I think we're applying a bit more physicality to the to the game. Christie, the seven, was winning those breakdowns or getting up over the gain line. And you remember a couple of weeks ago, it was down to the wire as well, right? But it was the Crusaders that were just happy to defend, defend, defend and kind of play that pattern of play to win out the game. On this occasion, for them, it was back to territory, pressure, points. That's kind of classic Crusaders, isn't yeah. it? You know, the kicking game, as we mentioned, was really good. Hoeing downfield to put real good pressure. Chiefs make mistakes, make error. Their penalty count was, you know, two to one. Um, and then from all of that pressure, points. But it's pretty classic 101 Crusaders. You know, and the other thing they tidied up too, which was interesting, I think, and mentioned this to Jeff Wilson just before, the Crusaders gave away four penalties in that game. That Crusaders team... Never give away four penalties. No. You know? They give away four penalties a quarter, but, but not, not in a whole game. Yeah, but I guess they weren't under pressure, were they, mm. uh, to give away the penalties. They have to slow down the rucks. So I think they've put bigger numbers at the rucks. So winning that breakdown, winning the rucks, that they didn't have to somehow try and slow it down so they could reset their defence. Mm. And that's often when you see teams that they're under pressure defensively, those quick ruck balls need to do something illegally in the ref's eyes to slow it down to reset. Well, Crusaders didn't do that because the numbers that they were hoeing into the breakdown, and they took their opportunities so well. I mean, some little fullback, a uh, hell of a player, of course, <laughs> but some little fullback uh, getting in and making so many steals um, that our big Chiefs forwards couldn't absolutely just ping him and blow him out of the, out of the way because his timing was spot on. Uh, the people doing the work, you know, the one or two players that doing the tackle, getting the Chiefs guy onto the ground, Chiefs players half a second late, Will Jordan bang straight in there. I mean, that's a really, really well coached, really well drilled um, team that came up and showed the, uh, the Chiefs how to do it. Yeah, they did. They did. And there was a big loss for the Chiefs on 30 minutes, though. Brody Retallick on off with a broken thumb. He's out for six to eight weeks, they're saying. Um, how big a loss was that in the game, do you think? Would it have made a difference if he was there for oh, seven minutes? Yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, if Brody. Retellics in your team, mm. it makes a damn difference. There is no question about that. A, the opposition are wary of Brody Retellic, what he brings, physicality, domination of, the, of you know, those line breaks, everything that he brings. So, yeah, absolutely makes a difference there. Immense when, I guess, you're partnering, like a young guy, Josh Lord, partnering with Brody Retellic, you've got to lift your game and just kind of do what Brody Retellic does. So, yeah, absolutely has to make a difference. Whether it made a difference to the end result, mm. well, Pretty dubious, isn't it? Because no matter how great a player Brody Retallick is, it's not one man against a very well-drilled Crusaders side. So I don't know if it did make a difference because they got some pretty good depth at Lock the Chiefs, but no one's as good as Brody Retallick. You just don't replace that. I think Josh Lord did have a great game, mm. but I mentioned it just before, gee, I, I, I thought Scotty Barrett had a bloody good game too, man. Yeah, well, that, that guy with Sam Whitelock around, with Brody around, of course, doesn't get... A lot of the accolades, but man, he has a roll your sleeves up. The coach would send him on, 
And you'd sit back in the coach's box and say, yep, I know what level I'm getting out of this kid today because he does it every damn week. Mm, he does. He does. He, he was great again. And he did it without Sam Whitelock to partner him this time around. You know, he was uh, partnered up with Quentin Strange. So it was he, he took on more of a leadership role too. Yeah, well, he's a leader. Um, but he, I don't think he changed his game anymore, whether it was Sam Whitelock who's partnering or Quentin Strange or Brady Retallick. He just... He does what he does, which is um, consistency of performance, uh, immense work rate to get to the breakdowns, uh, clearing bodies, which is really good. I mean, there's countless examples you saw when the Chiefs had the opportunity, like the Will Jordans did or the the, the, the Seven Christie did, to, to steal the ball, and there's either a Cody Taylor or a Scotty Barrett there, bang, cleaning them out of the way. And that's immense. That is really good. Maybe that was that half a second delay. The Chiefs didn't have uh, those players there doing that. Uh, so that's a learning. But man, it's a good competition, Ricardo. Yeah. These are two great sides. Uh, put on a great display of rugby. Uh, Crusaders clearly better on that particular day. But uh, at some stage this year, these two teams will, will play again. Semi-finals, finals. Who knows? Uh, and we know we'll rub our hands together and think it's another immense competition. What it does do, unfortunately, which puts pressure on the Chiefs, it does put home court advantage to the Crusaders going forward when you extend to the end of of the sharp end of this competition and playing Christchurch far out. It's never much Not fun, easy. is it? Never much fun Not playing easy. Christchurch, mate. Now, Not easy. Uh, what, you, it's interesting you said that, you know, uh, about the Chiefs and the Crusaders. I think you're right at the moment. They're the two best teams that we've seen that we're watching regularly. You've you kept an eye on Australia, um, you know, and it's the Brummies and the Reds going head to head. They play again this weekend. How far off do you think the top Australian teams are off from the top New Zealand teams at the moment? That's a bloody hard one to answer, Ricardo, because I. I haven't spent a lot of time watching the Australians. It, 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 it doesn't actually get into my gut, you know, the Australians. It kind of feels like a whole separate competition, yeah, doesn't it? it does to yeah. me. It does to me. What, look, clearly there's some good sides that are getting momentum, and momentum, as we've talked about often on the show, in any sport, is a big deal, right? You, yeah. you know you're tracking along pretty good. You know your patterns of play are working. Everyone's kind of lifting. So momentum is key, and Brumbies and and the Reds clearly got momentum. Home advantage in Canberra is a big deal because of the conditions. Home advantage in Brisbane is a big deal because of the humidity. You know, it's brutal at times playing in Brisbane. So they are big factors, uh, I think, in their favour in terms of the intensity that they can play with for long periods of time. Um, and every team goes through some purple patches, right? But the Crusaders might put you under the gun for 20, 30 minutes of time, and you just fold. I'm not seeing that at the moment from the Reds and the Brummies or any of the Australian teams that can put you under immense pressure for long periods of, of time. Uh, and that's where I think uh, the difference. But uh, we won't know that um, until we start to play each other, which is going to be brilliant for the competition. Yeah. Um, but, mate, we've, we've done it countless times, haven't we, Ricardo? Uh, written off an Australian side. And they come back to bite you. Can be a dangerous thing to yep, do. Yeah, can be a dangerous thing to do. Indeed. This is Chiefs Mana, Ian Jones, Ricardo Ball, with you through till 8 o'clock. If you want to give us a call and ask Carmo a question, give him an opinion on the Chiefs, maybe it's on Brody Retallick, give us a call 0800 150 811, 0800 150 811, or text us on the Temper Bedpost hotline 8833. We'll be back with more after this.
Yeah, this is Chief Smarter, 12 away from 8. Just updating uh, the score from the uh, Moana Pacifica Blues game. Uh, the Blues are currently up 19-5. to Moana just scored a try, Carmo, and uh, hit the post on the conversion from the sideline. Yeah, and it's great to see you know, the mates playing each other, a lot of them out there, eh, which is fantastic. A Tuesday night game, they play again on Saturdays, and I love these back-to-back games. Ricardo used to do it a lot. We are in Europe for the Heineken Cup and those sort of fixtures. Uh, often it was in Europe, so the fans would travel, come over to Spain or to France or to Italy or where yeah. we were playing for the weekend, and then their fans would come back the following weekend. You could sort things out if anything went wrong, <laughs> uh, get to know your opposition a little bit as well. So I love those those head-to-heads that we're seeing, clearly very hard for the players. You know? <laughs> the fans, we love them, right, because they're games like we saw on the weekend, the Chiefs Crusaders or, yeah. or any New Zealand derby game more on a Pacific of the Blues will be brutally tough as well. And they have to do it again in Saturday. five days' time, <laughs> which is good for us. Yeah. Uh, but we're not the ones out there getting ourselves hammered. But that's why they have big squads nowadays. That's why we have new players coming through uh, and, and giving them opportunities. Yeah, and well, I mean, there's going to be opportunities. We touched on this. Uh, but for Josh Lord, for Tupu Vai, uh, for um, Akoi as well, to get more game time now that Retalix out for six to eight weeks, those guys are going to have to step up and they're going to get game time and get opportunities. Yeah, and I actually liked Josh Lord in the weekend. I mm. thought he, he roamed range really wide, which is fantastic. Clearly he's got – he's such a big unit mm. – um, that when he gets tackled, which is good, he has the ability then, and Ali Williams used to do this really well, uh, also launch forward. And, and by, by launching the you know two-metre frame forward, you're actually generating that go-forward ball. You're getting beyond the gain line because that's a real key with Ricardo. When two big men collide, you want to be the guy going forward mm. or the tackler wants you to stop and that stops momentum, et cetera, et cetera. So Josh Lord, I thought, was very good at doing that. Tupu Vai, I thought... Um, It'll be really, really interesting to see where his mind's at. Whether he's playing blindside, we saw him at the breakdown, very good, clearly very athletic. Uh, and, and if he does partner Josh Lord, how their partnership works, you know, because you assume, and I'm only assuming this, I don't know the ins and outs, but Tupo Vey would want to play a little bit wider, and then Josh Lord would have to adjust his game and play tighter, yeah. um, the way you know Scotty Barrett did. And the weekend, but then it's about mindset. Can he get his head around playing a, as a loose forward role, and, and, and what's that required to switching to playing a tight role, you know, hitting rucks, getting to the breakdowns, contesting the breakdowns, and 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 and, and not being so wide of the ruck. So I think it's quite a mind shift. Mind shift. For him. Yeah, yeah, that was that was well said, mate. You caught yourself there. It was yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, there's something to think about, too, for Clayton McMillan and, and Warren Gatlin because of the way they have been using Brody Retallick, you know, as that second receiver wide of the ruck. And now, do they trust one of these young guys to be able to do that same job that Retallick does in that situation, or do you have to change the way you play a little? No, very, I don't think they want to change the way they play too much. They understand that. I mean, clearly, when Brody Retallick plays a bit lighter, he attracts defenders. Mm. And that's the real key to Brody Retallick's game, right? He's such a threat, whether ball in hand or whether offloading or just bringing defenders. So you assume what I was talking about before, Tuba Vey might want to play that game because clearly he's got the, the ball skills. But then we've seen Josh Lord also range a little bit wider. But whatever they do, they have to settle, they have to understand their role. And that we talked about that uh, the week before when the Chiefs bet the Crusaders uh, down in Christchurch, they knew their role. And that's clearly something Clayton McMillan is very, very good at. So all this week, whatever the partnership will be, and they would have known that partnership right now at today's training, 
They just have to understand this is my role. This is what I have to do. This is how, as a partnership, we're going to work in sync and help each other out and stick to that and stick to that for the duration of the time they're on. Actually, it's interesting. No Clayton McMillan in the coaching box on the weekend. <laughs> well, there is. There was. It was a cardboard cutout of him. Did you see that? I did. I, I had to laugh. <laughs> hey, you got to have somebody human in this game, right? Or you'd be up there crying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. uh, I did. I did. I, but quite honestly, he clearly didn't say too much because he got um, rejected to the back of the box too, which I thought was also quite um, funny. So either he was saying the wrong things, not saying enough, or his team wasn't doing well enough, so he got he got, he got booted. He got shifted, yeah, indeed. Uh, we should look at the weekend's games coming up, uh, Carmo. Crusaders Highlanders on Friday night. It's a derby. The Highlanders always get up for this, but do they have enough? Oh, they do, don't they? they and, and they beat them last year, didn't they? Yeah, they uh, did. from, from top of mind. Love to see that happen again. And you know what? That's not that bloody far away from happening again. Uh, they may make a change at 10. It'll be quite interesting who they put at 10. Uh, you'd have to back. If you're a betting man, mm. you'd have to back Crusaders at home. But I tell you what, if you if you wanted a bloody fairy tales, and there is no fairy tales in sport, Ricard, I'm afraid, but you go the Highlanders, but no Crusaders. Uh, for my money. And what about the Drua up against the Tars, the late game on Friday? Yeah, I'm actually going the Tars, to be honest with you. It's, um, this is a rematch, isn't it? I think yeah. the Waratahs beat the Drua one. pretty pretty convincingly round one, so yeah. they will have a lot of confidence going in there. With these teams getting these wins, the Drua and Mono Pacific are brilliant for the competition. Mm. But I tell you, as, as the competition lengthens, injuries come, fatigue comes, I think it's actually become harder for the new team, so I've gone the Tars on that one. The Tars, all right. Then on Saturday, 7 o'clock, the Blues versus Moana Pacifica. They probably teams might look a little bit different, and it'll be at Eden Park, not Mount Smart. Yeah, and backing up for Moana Pacifica. They just unfortunately don't have the depth that maybe the, the, the Blues or other New Zealand teams do. Let's go for a full house at Eden Park. Yep, the Blues are coming good. home. The Blues are a good side. Uh, they are well coached. Uh, good depth. Now, I, I think it's going to be a bridge too far, to be honest with you, with Mono Pacifica. Yeah, and now the Reds in Queensland host the Brumbies. Now, these two played two weeks ago, and it was a four-point win in Canberra to the Brumbies. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm getting home advantage. I mean, I, I do, I, I absolutely believe in home advantage, Ricardo. I think, I know it's a thing, um, and the stats will tell you it's a thing. Um, and Brisbane's a tough place to play, mm. and I now need to get up, so I'm going... The Reds there, and I'm going the Chiefs against the Hurricanes. Because I, I hear your song going up, so I need to get off here. Yeah, no, that's good, mate. The Chiefs, I, 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 it, was, it was never a question, was it? No, <laughs> no, but it will be questioned in the coaching box leading up because the Canes can punish you if you're not uh, not on your game. Well, I, mean, they, they, I know we can't talk about it now, but they looked a bit lost without Artie Savier out there this week, last weekend, so you'd expect to see him back. Yeah, absolutely. But, hey, thanks for your calls, uh, listeners. It was a pleasure talking to you. Um, tune in again next week. <laughs> this is Chief Smarter on SCNZ. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.